Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Morning, Alan. Lovely to talk to you, Dave. A proud Wexford man, an Ireland winner in 1968. Are you a bit like most of us crestfallen that we're out of the Leinster Championship, out of the All-Ireland Series and hurling at this stage so early on in the season? Well, it's uh, devil's be gone uh, and got out of it and finished hurling, uh, championship hurling before the end of May. Uh, in our day, we'd be only starting. But uh, I think we're lucky to have survived uh, that we didn't drop down to the Joe McDonough and I think there's a basis there from uh, for, for next year. What sort of a season do you think we've had, Dave? Well, we started uh, we started from the last manager uh, had us in the top four and uh, the uh, latest stats show us to be lying ninth uh, in, the, uh, in the county rankings uh, and I think there was a lot of experience in the background team uh, that, that they lacked. Uh, and I suppose like every other supporter there, I was disappointed. It would break your heart looking at the likes of Jack O'Connor and uh, Connor McDonald and D. O'Keefe on the line when you know they could be in there doing the business for you. Uh, and from that perspective, I was very disappointed because I know the lads have, I mean, uh, we have a, there's nothing wrong with our horrors. Horrors are the, some of the best in the country. Uh, and uh, I think placed properly, they would have, uh, we certainly we, would be looking forward to an All-Ireland quarterfinal. But uh, such, we've just got to face things as they are. And uh, that's the, that's the, that's the situation. And, uh, but I think we've got to, uh, we, we, we have got to continue to support uh, our hurlers because as I say, uh, they're the best, they're the best. They're Wexford men to the last and as good a man as ever we had. Yeah, I mean, when Dara Egan was questioned about selection choices, he said he judged it on the basis. In the interview he most recently did with Liam Spratt, he said he judged it on the basis how players were performing and training. But listening to you there, I, I, I sense from you the likes of Jack O'Connor and Dee O'Keefe and, and Kevin Foley and these people, you believe their big game experience was crucial in those matches against the likes of Westmeath? No question. And I'll tell you what would have helped as well. Uh, Alan uh, would have helped the backroom team uh, would have been uh, the uh, help and support of a former Wexford hurler uh, maybe uh, one of the 96 men uh, would have made a huge difference there and uh, also I you know there's mental preparation as well as physical preparation and I think uh, a sports psychologist would have been a great help also proved last Sunday that they could do it when when they were placed properly and I think the quiet revolution that went on in Wexford last week uh, and which you uh, helped yourself to build and you you, you uh, listen to the hard questions you ask the hard questions and you listen to the answers and I think the general public who know they're hurling will know that the, what uh, what was being said was correct. But you never lost your link with Wexford. In fact, you went on to become, along with the likes of Jim Bulger and other well-known Wexford Ames, fundamental in, in the supporters club. Can you just... I, I just want to gauge or give people who, who may not be familiar with what you've done uh, your involvement in Wexford GAA since the, the halcyon days of 68. 
Well, Supporters Club uh, in Dublin, uh, the Wexford uh, branch was founded in uh, 34 years ago. And I'll just give you a rundown maybe from for 10 years there of what we succeeded in doing. Um, we succeeded in raising 50 grand a year from 2010 to 2017. So that was, we pumped into, uh, we pumped into the county board. Um, so that was 50,000 a year for seven years. And for the last three of that 10, we pumped in 83,000 a year. But all, that all went to the underage, the hurling development and to hurling 365. There's a lot of positive things happening in Wexford. And I just want to say that and put that on the record. And I think that's one of the real positives. There's a lot of people that put a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of volunteers are helping now and the clubs at this juncture are taking responsibility for the schools and they have volunteers going into the schools and doing the coaching and uh, like we would have also uh, uh, we, we would have got uh, uh, matching funding and we were able to add another three hurling coaches full time uh, to the staff. There's about 16 hurling coaches there now and that is that is a, a big positive and that, you know, and that's for the future. We also sponsored a number of scholarships from 2010 to, to 2020 to the lads. Uh, uh, there were former minors and they have come through and there was 15 scholarships that, that we funded uh, and most of those lads now are on the uh, on the senior hurling panel. Mm-hmm. So that would be just a brief summary of, of uh, where we were at and what we did over those years. And what's uh, the what's the current state of play with the supporters club then? Uh, well, we're uh, at this stage uh, we're I'm Jokacha. Pardon? I say at this stage we are I'm Jokacha. We. Uh, the supporters club no longer exists. We've been subsumed into the Cardillac Garmin. And how do you feel about that? Uh, well, I suppose you'd like to have a, had an opportunity to uh, uh, to be forewarned about it and to have been told about it. But sure, things are as they are, and we've moved on. I'm long enough in the GA now to to, uh, to to move on from these things. And uh, I think Cardinal Lockarman are doing a great job, and I think they will do right. a great job uh, to continue that. And there's there's great fundraisers there now involved. Uh, in it uh, that are doing a super job we'll continue to support Wexford you can take the bog out of the man but you can't take the Wexford So what are your thoughts on the current status of Wexford hurling in 2023 then? I'd be very concerned about the the lack of success also and I'd have to ask the reason why and we haven't won a minor since 68 we haven't won a 21 since 65 and we haven't won a senior since 96 Hmm. Um, and uh, I think uh, you know we should be looking at that and we should be trying to figure out why why that's the situation, why we haven't done that. If you had the magic wand to fix things, how would you fix it? Well, obviously you have to have an experienced backroom team and that, that backroom team would include at least one former hurler from Wexford, if not all former hurlers. Uh, I think a businessman, I would look at having a businessman involved also uh, uh, a successful businessman. All these would have to have a certain amount of experience before you put them in. They'd have to. They'd have to have managed at some level 
and uh, obviously a successful manager, a proven successful manager, would also be very helpful to, to, to help the cause. As a former All-Ireland winner and someone who has put your head above the parapet to speak to me this morning, do you think the time is now right for change, to change the management level at the senior hurling team? Well, I think, uh, you know, I think the stats speak for themselves, Alan. Uh, under the last manager, we were in the top four and we could have, we were competing with all the top teams. Whereas today we're lying, we're languishing down at uh, a, a ninth is where, where we're rated uh, in, in the rating of the counties. And we're down there with Anstrom and Westmead and uh, maybe uh, for, but for uh, a referee decision here or there on Sunday, uh, we could be in the Joe McDonough. And can't you imagine the effect that would have had on sponsors and uh, on the supporters and support and everything else? Mm. But I think, uh, you know, the team, every man, every one of them to a man, uh, put their uh, put their shoulder to the wheel. And it was a wonderful performance of hurling. And I mean, it's not often we beat Kenny. Uh, and we we we, we did uh, and in the past we have a good record against them now and the, the lads that are there have a great record against them and have no fears of them and I don't believe they have fears of anybody but I think we've got to uh, we've got to get the backroom team right and that I think that's one of the most important things like yourself Alan I uh, uh, I have a love for Wexford Hurling for Wexford and Wexford Hurling and I just want to compliment you on the revolutionary show that you had last week or rather the show that uh, uh, caused a minor revolution and I think that revolution forced and what has gone on interviews that have gone on your show have uh, forced the backroom team to place the lads put the right men in the field first of all and uh, uh, place them in the right positions and uh, and I know myself from history uh, that Wexford men, when they make up their minds to do something, they're unstoppable. Yeah, well, I just want to reiterate as well the information, the questions I put to the various powers that be were questions that were given to me by diehard fans and uh, none of us, not you, not me, nor any of the people I spoke to want to damage the game we love. All we want to do is to work for the good of it, Dave. Absolutely. No question. No question. Well, I would be calling on our leaders to up their game, put the best and most experienced managers, not just for our senior team, uh, but for our underage teams also. Give them a chance. They deserve it. The leaders are there. They're in every club in the county. They're on the highways and the byways, but we have to go looking for them. We owe it to our players. We owe it to our supporters and to our generous sponsors. We all have to stand up. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.